Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz right now addressing the state, everybody, regarding the COVID situation in Minnesota. We're going to go out to him live right now. If we don't get it right, there's going to be Minnesotans like the 3,000 plus already who won't enjoy that Twins game. So we've got the chance. What's always pulled us through this is our grit, our sense of community, and our belief that it matters what we do can positively impact our neighbors. So I'm asking you one more time, Minnesota, let's pause some of the stuff, let's be smart, let's mask up, let's get through these next few weeks, and let's get to the point again where we can celebrate the things that we really care about. Thank you, Minnesota, and have a great evening. So Minnesota Governor Tim Walz also is going to have a press call around 645. <laughs> We've got it set up now. What happens is they have a bunch of people on this phone call and then they sort of put you in a queue on how you can line up to actually ask the governor a question. We're going to be a part of that call. We may take you out to a live. What we're hoping happens, which would be fantastic, is that they call on us here at Valley News Live to ask a question live on TV, which I think would be Great. All right, a couple of things I want to break down here in case you have not heard the latest news on what's happening regarding the changes in Minnesota, and there are a lot. The one that jumps out to me the most, folks, wait till you hear this, okay? Basically, what Governor Walls just said regarding Minnesota is the fact that, hey, if you want to go to a salon, if you want to go get a haircut, wear a mask. No problem. You can do that. This is the example that he gave in his presser just now, but if, for example, you're Governor Walls and you want to ask your brother-in-law over to your own house over to your own house to watch the Bears-Vikings game, that's a no-no. I'm going to repeat this because I know it sounds like, wait, what? You, that can't be true, Berg. But yes, according to what Governor Wallace just announced, this is how things are going to be operating in Minnesota right now. If you want to go to a salon to get a haircut, as long as you wear a mask, that's fine. But starting Friday night at 11.59 p.m. through December, I think, 18th, okay, if you want to invite your mom over, Extended family, your dad over, cousin over, your best friend over, and apparently, even if they're wearing a mask, that is a no-no. Now, hopefully on this media call, they're actually going to ask, like, how are you going to enforce this? What's the infraction going to be? Because he didn't really get into those details. At least I didn't hear it up to this point. But I know we do have a soundbite in right now, so I want to share with you a little bit more about what Governor Wall said in this press conference just moments ago. This pause is what we're going to ask you to do. It's going to start at this Friday at 11:59, and it's social gatherings with other households. Don't bring other households in. Don't bring. And this is my. I have a big family. Um, we do a lot of things together. Um, that's not going to be possible. It's immediate family. So there you have it, folks. Only your immediate family. And I and I bring up the dates a moment ago because what's coming up next week. I've been saying this now for a while, but a government that can tell you who's coming into your house, and I'm not talking about just random people, I'm saying extended family. If they can dictate to you who is coming into your house over a holiday where we all gather together and it's called Thanksgiving, right? To be grateful, to be thankful. And they're telling you, no, you can no longer do that, even if you wear a mask inside that house, based on what I've heard and based on what I've seen so far. The other things I want to get to, bars and restaurants, dialed back, takeout delivery system only, gyms, things that are actually going to help your health 
help your immune system. No mas in Minnesota. We talked about this a little bit last night, but when you talk about youth sports, so here's the other thing, and I don't know what the capacity is going to be. This is just from a tweet that I saw, so uh, I don't have all the exact information here. But essentially what's happening is youth sports, no mas in Minnesota. Um, Beth Hull just did a great job breaking down some numbers. I'm sure it's on our website as far as cases related to youth activities and whatnot. But again, according to uh, Tom Hauser out of Minneapolis, there's going to be no youth sports, club sports, um, hockey's arena, movie theaters, bowling alleys. Those are done. They're going to be shut down for four weeks. But what's interesting here, according to Tom Hauser, college and pro hockey arenas, they're fine. They can stay open. They're good. So there's a lot more to this. Again, we'll have all the details here at Valley News Live. You can go to the ValleyNewsLive.com website if you want to peruse uh, what Governor Walls has put out or just go to the YouTube page and watch that presser in its entirety. So one of the things that Governor Walls has been talking about, and, and, and to give him credit, right, when he was in Moorhead recently, I had a chance to visit with him. I said, hey, Governor Walls, what keeps you up at night? He said, Chris, the, the biggest concern for me right now is that if a Minnesota needs some form of hospital care, I've got to be able to provide that for them. That's what keeps me awake at night. And like he talked about right now with the healthcare workers, the lack of beds that are in Minnesota, that is one of his primary concerns, what he's trying to do to drive down, drive down the numbers. I think what I want to share with you here right now, and Zach, I think you said we've got a longer soundbite. We'll get to that in a moment. What I want to share with you now, folks, is the fact that we were initially told it was two weeks to stop the spread. Remember, we were going to over flow the hospitals. We needed two weeks to mitigate the situation to slow down the spread of this virus. I want to just run through some of the things that have happened in Minnesota. And, and before you bring this up, Zach, okay, this is fine. Keep in mind, look at all the things that you've done in Minnesota, all the things that you've done in Minnesota. And yet, if you listen to Governor Walls tonight, I mean, it's like one of the hottest spots in the country, which, by the way, that brings me to this. Also, one of the things that Governor Walls said is at one point, their positivity rate, remember the positivity rate, that's, you know, how many tests they're taking, people that test positive. They were ranked 21st in the nation. And he did it in a kind of side-swiping way, but then went after North Dakota and South Dakota and said, hey, look, we were doing great. And then our neighboring states were number one and number two, i.e. North Dakota and South Dakota, uh, with what was happening with cases and some of the situations there, suggesting that, hey, if these states would have handled their business better, we may not be in the situation that we're in right now. So here's what Minnesota has done. I'm going to share through some dates and some things that matter. And yet still you hear from the governor that, oh, my gosh, now we've got to back things and shut things down again until the middle of December over Thanksgiving holiday. So state of declaration of emergency. He closes down schools on March 15th. Does the executive order non-essential businesses? That was on March 27th. He was going to do that for just a very short amount of time. And then remember, because same thing we talked about last night with Mayor Mahoney, the legislature does not have the ability right now or the, 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 the majority from the Republicans to rescind any of these executive emergency powers. So you had a 51-day lockdown, stay-at-home order in Minnesota. 51 days back in the spring. July puts in the mask mandate. We're all told masks are going to make it work. That's why you can go to a salon right now, even now. At the end of this week, go to a salon with a mask, and you're fine. But yet Minnesota is still a hotbed. But when I go through that timeline and tell you that, hey, you can go to a salon with a mask on and get a haircut, but you can't invite your brother over with a mask on, does this make any sense to you? I think Tony Garrick said it best last night. A lot of this stuff just seems arbitrary. And this is why so many of us right now are just going, what in the world is going on? So I want to get to a little bit longer sound, but I, I, <laughs> before I do, though, 
just to bring some levity to tonight. So we just mentioned that you can't invite extended family over and it's Thanksgiving. So somebody put this out recently. I just want to share this with you to put a smile on your face. Here's what you need to be doing uh, if you're going to have extended family over Thanksgiving. <laughs> just get a, a dress or clothing that, that matches the carpets. <laughs> so you can just camouflage in. Hashtag Thanksgiving 2020. <laughs> All right, I think we've got a little bit longer soundbite here from Governor Tim Walls. Um, Producer AJ has done a great job of getting this stuff turned around very, very quickly, so it's here what she pulled for us. I'd like to acknowledge that the difficulty of these last eight months is almost unimaginable. To the families of the 3,000 Minnesotans who've lost their lives, you're grieving still. To the tens of thousands who you yourself maybe got sick or others and are or were hospitalized, to those who lost jobs and your financial security is at risk, those who've closed businesses that you built with your own hands from the ground up or have been in your family for generations, and to providers, and to providers, health care providers, long-term care providers, providers of folks who need a little extra help, all of you have been put on the front lines, putting yourself at risk while you do the work that absolutely has to be done. And to the countless students who've lost opportunities to do the things that seemed so easy nine months ago. We know this has been difficult and it's been challenging and much has been asked of you. And I need to ask a little more. We're at a point in this pandemic that the decisions that we make now will have huge repercussions on the health well-being so again, there's some more from Governor Wall's announcement tonight. If you want to see it in its entirety, just simply go to the governor's YouTube page and you can watch it there. All right, earlier today around 11 a.m., the city of Fargo and uh, people involved in our health care providing system held a meeting regarding COVID as well. Now, we've been talking a lot about the nurses, the lack of health care workers, the challenges that are being faced right now across the great state of North Dakota, and many people suggesting, hey, look, we are... You know, beds are full. We don't have enough health care workers. It is one of the major challenges facing us right now. So I want to share with you, Dr. Uh, Griffith from Sanford was part of the conversation uh, earlier today, Doug Griffith. And I want to share with you a little bit of what he said at the meeting in Fargo this morning. I'd like to say our hospital is incredibly busy. In the last few weeks, we've experienced the highest number of patients, both with COVID-19 and overall since the beginning of the pandemic. Our hospital and the hospitals across the nation really are full. There is nowhere else to go. So beds are full, there's nowhere else to go. And I know that this is a major, major challenge because as I just mentioned, the healthcare workers, the beds and whatnot, but somebody called me yesterday. And, and if you're watching tonight, thank you so much for the phone call. And they said, hey Berg, I got a question for you. Remember April 13th? I'm going to show you a picture from April 13th. And don't bring this up yet, Zach. I want to show you a picture from April 13th. And I want to ask yourself, why are we not doing that now? And then I want to ask yourself, follow the money. Or where's the money go in these kind of situations? Okay? So this is April 13th. Bring this picture up, please, Zach. Hopefully you could recognize where this is. It's the Fargo Dome. Remember, initially we had the Fargo Dome filled with beds. They said, hey, guys, let's slow the spread. we got to make sure we can manage this, take care of what's going on here. We were going to put a bunch of beds inside the Fargo, and we didn't use one of those beds, not a single bed. Let me ask you, keep this picture. Let me ask you this question, folks. If we put a bunch of beds in the Fargo Dome, how do hospitals get paid 
per bed. How would hospital, if we put a bunch of beds in the Fargo Dome, how are hospitals going to make money from those beds in the Fargo Dome? I don't know. I don't know if that's even a thing. I don't know how it works. We've been trying to dig around and figure that out. All I'm suggesting is if we did this before and now we're hearing that, hey, the hospital beds are such a challenge. And the other thing is I'm not saying you've got to put a bunch of COVID people in those beds. Maybe it's more mild things that are happening as far as hospital stays. But I'm not obviously a health administrator. But it seems if I've got a bunch of people in one location that I could actually have less nurses per capita to manage these people in this one big location. Again, I don't know. All I know is that if we're facing this kind of challenge, why did it seem like it was going to work in April 13th, and now we're not doing this today, utilizing this kind of space? And the only thing I can think of is what I mentioned a moment ago. So if somebody out there knows how this whole string of the money works, then please reach out to us and let me know because we'd love to hear from you and get some added insight. Love to know your thoughts on that as well. And, hey, should we be using the Fargo Dome or not? Governor Bergen, by the way, was on Scott Hannon, What's On Your Mind radio show earlier today. He said the reason we're not using the Fargo Dome as of right now is due to the health care worker shortage. So maybe that's it uh, in a nutshell. Again, I don't know. I just know that you and I, we should all be asking a lot of questions right now. And maybe the answers are very, very simple. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. And the reason I say maybe they're not is because I want to know what data shows that you and I can put on a mask and go get a haircut, but I can't put on a mask and ask my boys over to my place. That's all I want to know. It's crazy times, folks. Crazy times. More important than ever that we use this thing and some wisdom in our heart. All right, please share your point of view with us. I want to remind you, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz has got the media call coming up at 645. We may bounce into some of that. We've got a bunch of your points of view coming up as well. Great stuff coming in. By the way, I'm back in the social media slammer. What is going on? We'll tell you about it right after this. Email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.